I just wanted to throw in here too a quick thank you to Audio Jungle and Invado Market, sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, for allowing me to buy the rights to my music for the intro and outro to my podcast episodes. Hello friends and welcome to my podcast called Busy Buddy. My name is Taylor Overy and I'm currently a student at Shepherd University and each episode I go over different conspiracy theories that are out there. A conspiracy theory is a belief that there is a different group or reason responsible for a circumstance of a particular event. Some of these theories can be fascinating and some of them are ridiculous at times, but I personally feel that they are all interesting to think about. If you're busy and need a buddy to tell you a story, then you've came to the right place. A healthy reminder, these are conspiracy theories and are complete speculation. I'm not saying any of these are true or accusing anyone of anything. It is complete speculation. Getting into today's topic, this episode we are talking about the Bermuda Triangle. Getting into the facts, the ocean is obviously very large in that it takes up 71% of Earth's surface. And it is true that we as humans are more focused on studying outer space than we are our own planet. We are more focused on finding a different new planet than focusing on the planet that we live on right now. So the ocean is very mysterious. Ships disappear, planes disappear when flying over it, and with one failed search for these disappearances, we figure that they're literally lost in the ocean. How have we not advanced technology to better search our ocean's floor for these missing planes and ships? To this day, we continue to discover more and more aquatic creatures that live underwater because we just haven't discovered all of them yet. With so much mystery, it is a shock that there are even designated areas within the ocean that are considered extra mysterious, where a higher degree of unexplainable events occur. This area in particular I'm talking about is today's topic, the Bermuda Triangle, which is also known as the Devil's Triangle. It is bounded by points in Bermuda, Florida, and in Puerto Rico, and then I believe the third point is out in the middle of the ocean. And in this area, there's just a very large number of ships and planes that are said to vanish in thin air or in deep water. The term Bermuda Triangle was coined in 1964 by writer Vincent Gaddies, sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, and it was coined in a men's magazine. So looking at the stories of these disappearances, the first story connected to the strange claims in the Bermuda Triangle actually goes back to Christopher Columbus. He himself reported seeing odd lights within the ocean and that his compass was acting strange and unusual. This was just one of his notes in his journal as he was passing through this area. The next story involves the USS Cyclops, which it was a carrier ship used in World War I. On March 4, 1918, it had set sail for Baltimore with over 300 people on board. It was very large, traveling through the triangle when it disappeared. There was never anything, parts of the ship, or people that ever appeared on shore. And of course, to this day, there is no explanation. That was a rather large ship with a lot of people. It's strange that not a single thing showed up or was discovered. Story number three takes place in 1945 when five planes were training for the Navy. They were called Flight 19. Might ring a bell. It did for me. They took off from a naval base in Florida on December 5th, and you guessed it, they too even disappeared. 
The Navy's report of this incident, it literally says unknown because all five planes disappeared without a trace. And similar to the previous story, they never found debris or bodies to go along with the disappearance for maybe an explanation of them crashing into the ocean or anything because usually debris or something washes up on shore eventually. There were a total of 13 people in these five planes and it was a perfectly clear day in the reports. Since there was an investigation and it was the Navy during the 40s, there are more details attached to this one. They left the naval base around 2.10 in the afternoon, and at 3.30, a captain to one of the planes sent a message back to the naval base saying his compass stopped working, similar to Christopher Columbus. He thought that he was over the Florida Keys, but mentioned there's a possibility that he could be lost. Around 4.45, so a little bit over an hour later, he said that he was definitely lost and he could no longer see land. He mentioned, too, that the ocean started to look different, and it was odd coming from someone who's in the Navy. I mean, you see the ocean all the time. Why is it suddenly looking different? One of the last messages that was sadly received from these planes was that if one of them, if their gas tank gets down to only 10 miles left, they will all commit and just go down together. So that's kind of confirmation that they had a plan to go down, but still there was never any debris found. Later that day, two additional planes were sent out looking for them, and only one returned. The other was never found. He just kind of disappeared. The one that returned had no explanation as to why that one disappeared. And the final story I will tell you about this triangle area of the ocean involves a luxury cruise liner called Witchcraft. This luxury cruise liner was owned by a man named Brock, who planned to take a close friend Patrick out to see the Miami shoreline. The farthest distance would have been only one mile off the shore that they were to go and view the shoreline. And at around 9 p.m. that night, the coastline received a calm message from Brock saying that he might have hit something and his boat might need a tow back to shore. So he was not panicked. He seemed fine. He was happy to wait for some assistance to come to him. It didn't seem like his boat was in danger, his safety was in danger, or his friends. It took the Coast Guard less than 20 minutes, so they claim. No, I'm just teasing. But it took them 20 minutes, oh, sorry, less than 20 minutes, to get to the location that Barack had given them, and the cruise liner was completely gone, along with both of the men. The Coast Guard searched for them for days, but never found them or the boat. They never washed ashore, even though they were less than a mile from the shore, so it would have totally brought in some type of debris or evidence. And these two men are still missing to this day, along with their cruise liner. Do you see a theme here? So let's move on to the theories associated with the Bermuda Triangle. The first theory is the idea of time portals. Stick with me here. A time portal is a rift in space, time fabric of the universe. See, since we study space so much, people continue to look at space as an explanation instead of just studying our own planet and the ocean. But anyways, time portals are essentially time travel. So somehow these ships and planes are assumed to enter a portal on one end and disappear. Then they come out the other end through another portal and end up in a different time. Some accounts, it is believed that they come back during a completely different time period. 
Other accounts claim that they only travel a few hours into the future, but do it in the span of a couple minutes. This theory is believed to be permanent, and no person or ship or plane cannot purposefully time travel, so there's no way to find out how to travel back in time to the time that they came from, unless you're super smart and dedicate your whole life to figuring it out. I guess it might be possible. Kind of like that new Netflix movie, Palm Springs. It's a wonderful comedy. I highly recommend it. Another theory that a lot of people like to believe is that it is just unpredictable, strange weather that appears very quickly and disappears just as suddenly. This area in the ocean is well known for extreme storms. Maybe the storms can appear and completely destroy the ships, take them underwater, and leave no trace. Maybe they're powerful enough to even rip the planes out of the sky, I guess, but I thought that they flew above the clouds personally. Theory number three is, of course, aliens and UFOs. How could they not be suspected? It's a conspiracy theory. They could be believed to straight up abduct and take the planes and ships. Maybe the aliens' purpose is to just observe humankind more closer and they want to just study the ships. The fourth theory, a more logical theory, I guess, is a theory about methane deposits. So this is a little bit scientific, but there are confirmed bubbles created by methane and they come from the ocean. And when there is an increased natural production of these methane bubbles, it can supposedly cause an entire ship to sink immediately. But that doesn't really explain why the planes are also disappearing. And if this were true, I think that it would happen all over the ocean surface, so I don't understand why it would be more popular in this restricted area. But yeah, that's a more scientific, logical theory, I guess one could say. The final theory about the Bermuda Triangle suggests that there is a mythical city, Atlantis, that lies beneath at the bottom of the sea in this area. The lost city of Atlantis would be believed to use its reputed crystal energies to sink the ships and planes. This idea was first connected in 1974 in an article titled The Bermuda Triangle. Maybe I should get more into Atlantis in another episode because it is interesting seeing theories being connected to one another. And Atlantis also has its own load of conspiracy theories surrounding itself. But for now, here's a healthy reminder that these are just conspiracy theories and are complete speculation. I'm not saying any of these are true or accusing anyone of anything. It is complete speculation. I forgot to give my opinion on this one. I personally think that it is time portals. I think that maybe a ship is sailing from the 1940s and time travels all the way back to the 1300s. Or maybe it time travels all the way forward to the year 3000. I'm not sure, but I genuinely think that it's probably time portals with this one. I also include at the end of my episodes a famous true crime case of the week suggestion for listeners to look into on their own time, and I am giving famous serial killer cases. Since we were just talking about the sea today, let's go overseas to England and check out Jack the Ripper. While he fortunately was not in our country, this nickname was known throughout the world. But only the nickname because to this day, this person's real identity has yet to be known. But you will have to look into that on your own time to find out for yourself.
Once again, my name is Taylor O'Very, and thank you for listening to Busy Buddy.